Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Art of Noticing. I'm your host, best-selling author Johnny B. Truant, and I'm here to help you give the muse the finger and make life your muse instead. In each 10-minute episode, I'll tell you how I spun something mundane into inspiration and show you how to do the same. If you've ever wondered how to write better, how to be creative, how to get more ideas, you're in the right place. Let's start noticing. I was on a run the other day and a song came into my playlist. I just sort of shuffled everything that was in the rather large and unhelpful category of alternative and punk. And a song by 88 Fingers Louie came on called Blink, which is probably a song that none of you have ever heard of. But I distinctly remember back in college when I was working at the bagel deli that inspired my first book called The Bialy Pimps. There was another, there was a girl that worked with me and her name was Megan. And she said at one point, and I thought this was really strange and it's probably why it's stuck in my head, that her song with her boyfriend was that song, was Blink. And at the time, I don't even know that I would have remembered the song, but I heard it again and it brought back memories of this person who I haven't seen in 25 years. Megan was a lot of fun. She was... um delightfully immature in the way that we all were in college. And she was just kind of this <clears throat> quirky punk, punk personality. And I, I just really enjoyed knowing her and I wish that I still knew her. And that made me think of like, well, you know, you can do that 21st century stalking thing where you go into social media and you figure out where people are. I actually did this once with the singer of a little punk group that I liked at the time called the goops and uh, looked up the singer on Facebook who I had met before and uh, she didn't present in the same way at all. It was, it was, it was odd. It was, um, it was like I was talking to an entirely different person and it made me think that the same could be true of Megan. And I, I didn't do it. I, I have no idea what's going on, but that person was so specific back in the day that it just made me think that she's probably a very different person now. And similarly um, I have friends who as adults, I've learned things about them that make me maybe not like them as much. And these are people that I really liked at the time. They were really good friends of mine. And sometimes there were things that they did that were honestly kind of crappy, the kind of things that make you say, well, I, geez, I don't want to associate with that person anymore. And that was sad because I still had this memory of knowing them when we were in school. And so this sent me down this mental spiral of well, how different are those people? And more particularly, is it okay or normal to like one of them more than the other? I think that in the case of my friend Megan, it's just an interesting intellectual exercise. It's, you know, if she has become minivan mom, not that there's anything wrong with minivan mom, but it's very different from the, the girl that I knew, would we still get along? And would there be things, because I don't feel like I've matured a lot, being in a creative field has made me more aware of obviously, well, growing up has made me aware of responsibilities and having kids and I'm not, you know, as reckless as I used to be or as crazy as I used to be. I think I'm a little more self-aware than I used to be, but I still am, I still think that immature jokes are funny. I still have a lowbrow sense of humor. I, it, I guess it revolves around humor, but because of that, would she think that I was ridiculous today? Would she not, you know, like, why would I, oh, I was so ridiculous back then. I could hear this. I was so ridiculous back then. I'm glad I've moved on would be the implication. I'm glad I'm not that person anymore. And I would want to hang out with that old person. 
So in that way, in her sense, it's, it's, it's a just kind of an intellectual exercise. And I, I'm curious if we would still get along, but the examples of people where I kind of actively don't like them now, like, or I've learned things about them that make me go, Ooh, ooh I don't really want to know you anymore. Is it okay to like the earlier versions of themselves when they were maybe they hadn't done certain things, or at least I didn't know. Is it one of those cases where you need to throw the entire baby out with the bathwater? If you have relationships that, um, it's not that a relationship has gone sour. It's that like a person has gone sour. And so do you discard the new person, the old person with the new person? I don't know. I think that in my life, I'm probably not going to do that. I think that this is a really unconventional sort of thing. I think that it's it's weird. It's probably something that a lot of people don't think about. But there's there's one guy in particular that I really, really, really don't like him today. Like I don't want anything to do with him today just because there's just some stuff that I know that I really don't like. But I knew him decades ago. I knew him a long time ago when we were in high school. And I think I'm still going to like that person. It's weird because I know that retroactively that previous person is tarred with the later person, but it's not the same person. And my old friend isn't the same as this new person who I frankly know nothing about because to be clear, I haven't had a contiguous relationship with this person. It's somebody that I knew back then and I know of now in a way that I'm like, I would want to keep my distance. But I think it's okay. I think it's okay to look at those people as like time capsules of themselves. And so that made me think like, what is the relationship between our older selves and us now? Because even if I look back in my memories, I, I, I remember things. And, and if I go back as far as a kid, like I have some old memories, but if I can imagine like stepping back into those shoes, do I remember what it was like to be that person, like really in the way that I am me today, in the way that I'm inhabiting my skin, in the way that I'm thinking. And do I really truly remember what it's like to feel as that person, to be that person that I used to be? And the answer is, well, if I'm honest, not really. It's kind of like I would look at my past self in the same way as I would look at anybody from my past. You know, my my friend Ken from grade school is kind of objectively from today's perspective, the same as old me from grade school. I don't think that I need to give myself any particular priority in terms of like identity. And that's, that's a really strange thing once you start to think about it. So for creating characters, this is obviously huge. A character's past self is kind of like a ghost. So if you, for instance, didn't like your old self. I mean, I ha I do like my old self, but if you didn't, then they're like a ghost or a doppelganger. We've seen that before. Um, I wrote this post on my site called We Are All Broken, and it wasn't the same thing, but this, I, I talked about this singer named Ren Gill, who's much in, I mean, Eminem did it too, where he's having an argument with his subconscious and that's like two selves within, and you can like one more than the other. You can argue with yourself, yourself, you can be your own antagonist. And so if you are your own ghost, it's kind of like, well, you didn't think you got rid of me, right? You could have that kind of element. Trying to, you're trying to improve and you have this old ghost. Or a future self is somebody that you haven't inhabited yet. 
they're out there. They're a different person. They're as different from you as you are from your past self as if you are totally different people. And there's all sorts of philosophical concerns too. Like technically this is true of the person I was yesterday too, but how fine do you cut it? I did a whole thing you know, thesis on this really back when I was in college. But that's a thing too, you know, comparing your old selves and your future selves as if you were different people. And you can do that with characters as well. It's kind of like Stephen King had a book called The Dark Half that was similar in the same way. But again, not over time. Um, Treating the characters as just more characters. So I have this movie that um, I really like it's called slc punk if you're at all a punk person this is this is really cool but it's also just a coming of age story and he says toward the end if the person i was then met the person i am now he would have kicked kick kick my butt um i don't know that i'm getting that exactly right but that sentiment of we wouldn't like each other is something that i think a lot of people can relate to and because this is something characters should reflect real people you you it's one more element of dimension where you might not like your old self in the same way you might not like a different person or you might love your old self or you might miss your old self in the exact same way as if that was a totally separate person it's just a different level to something that we've already we already know about we have our pasts but what if they were totally different people how would we approach them if they were different entities related to us but not quite us all right that's it for today if you'd like more there's a full article about every episode on my website at johnnybtruant.com as well as show notes and transcripts if you find value in what i do please consider becoming a member of the site just click on membership at the top members get extra weekly episodes of the podcast extra companion articles my current in progress book if you're into that sort of thing and more all for just a few bucks a month it's basically like buying me a cup of coffee If membership isn't for you, please show your support by subscribing, sharing, reviewing, all that good stuff. It really does make a difference. Thanks for listening and stay curious.